Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, everybody? Brady Klopfer here with Golden State of Mind. The Warriors just played the New York Knicks in a game that went just about as badly as you probably could have predicted that it would go. And that is it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Um, jokes aside, we'll talk about the game a little bit. Not long, because we all have better things to do during the holiday season than talk about the Warriors losing 132-94. to A certifiable butt-kicking, ass-kicking, whatever you want to call it. Pretty predictable. The Warriors still tremendously bad on the road. They entered the game three wins, 14 losses on the road. Clay, sorry, not Clay, Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins still out with their respective injuries. And shortly before the game, it was announced that there's a illness running through the team and Dante DiVincenzo and J. Michael Green would not be playing. So that's a big hit. It's Curry and Wiggins are obviously two of their better players, two starters, two all-stars from last year. Um, but then DiVincenzo has been playing great. He's been a starter with Curry out. Um, and J. Michael Green has been playing really, really well lately. He's been one of the go-to players off the bench. So down four, four of really the nine players that, that the Warriors know they're going to turn to on any given night right now um, against a Knicks team that hasn't been great at home but has been great lately anywhere, uh, entered the game with a seven-game winning streak. Sometimes the formula makes sense, and when it's a bad road team missing half of their good players facing a team on a big winning streak, you're either going to get a blowout or you're going to get a surprise. And this was firmly the former. There were a few good performances, few things worth highlighting. Um, first off, Ty Jerome had one of the wilder stats of the season for the Warriors. He had a good game statistically, 11 points on 5 of 7 shooting, 3 assists. Um, I thought he just looked pretty solid. I caution against using single game, individual plus minus all that much beca- just because it's it's a stat that can be really fun but is a stat that requires a lot of context because ultimately you're taking a performance with 10 people on the court and attributing all of that to one player and trying to learn stuff from it. So this stat is less telling and more just wild. Jerome played half of the game, 24 of 48 minutes. In the 24 minutes that he played, the Warriors and the Knicks scored the same amount of points. In the 24 minutes that he sat, the Knicks outscored the Warriors by 38 points. That is wild. Wild. Um, so, kind of fun statistic. And I thought, I thought it was, you know, 
he didn't play that well, but I thought it was fitting. I thought he was one of the better players on the team. Uh, I also think that he is quickly becoming a guy who the Warriors are going to have to consider converting to a actual contract spot when his 50 days of G League service time end or when the playoffs begin, whichever comes first, assuming that the Warriors are in the playoffs. He and their other two-way contract, Anthony Lamb, you know, I think some Warriors fans have been a little bit too high on them. I've been pretty vocal about that, but a lot of people have have brought up Lamb as a player that they're going to need to find a way to get on the roster. Um, Truthfully, Lamb has fallen off a bit lately. His threes are still going in, but he's not really doing all that much. Um, But with Steph Curry and Dante DiVincenzo being not the healthiest players, not the most durable players, I think Jerome becomes a a kind of important insurance piece. Um, I still don't think that he or Lamb are players that the Warriors should be relying on in important games in March, April, May, June. But I do think Jerome is the kind of maybe emergency piece that you want to have so that you can lessen the blow if DiVincenzo is out for a series or something like that. So curious to see if he can keep this up, if he does get that roster spot. Um, As a reminder, the Warriors do have one open roster spot. They kept it open because it would cost them a gigantic amount of money to fill in tax payments, Um, but I'm sure that they'd be willing to use it if they feel that there is an impact player who's going to make a difference in the playoffs, whether that's one of their two-way contracts, whether it's through a trade, whether it is a buyout candidate, there will probably be some good players available. Um, And all of this is not even mentioning the fact that Andre Iguodala is going to come back at some point and will play a role. And obviously the Warriors could trade one of their less productive players and add someone to the roster while sticking at 14. Anyway, enough of that tangent. Um, Another player who played well I thought was Jonathan Kaminga. Another good game from him. 13 points on 5 of 7 shooting, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Did have 3 turnovers and 3 fouls, but um, we're just seeing a lot of growth from his game, and and it's it's really fun. His offense is just night and day from where it was when the season started. Um, the decision-making is so much better. He's, he's making smarter decisions, but more importantly, or just as importantly, he's making quicker decisions. He's getting the ball and he's either passing or going to work. He's not driving into traffic as much anymore. When he is driving into traffic, he's finding a way to kick it out to an open player rather than doing what he was doing in the past, which was either forcing a contested shot or stopping and kind of trying to wait and see what's going to happen and letting the defense adjust and bad things happen then. So, you know, not his, not his best game. Certainly there were some careless plays, some sloppy plays, not a great game for him on defense, but I thought still an encouraging game and, and kind of an exciting game for him. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Unfortunately, same can't be said of James Wiseman. He got some serious run in this game, 22 minutes, um, partially due to J. Michael Green being out and partially due to it being a blowout and the Warriors having a lot of garbage time. 22 minutes, but really very, very low impact or rather decent impact, but negatively. Um, Just four points and three rebounds, shot one for four from the field. Did have two blocks, but he also had two turnovers and five fouls. Uh, Lowest plus minus at minus 29 in those 22 minutes. Again, contacts with plus minus, but um, at the same time, a trend is a trend. He just... You know, he's in a tough situation. His minutes are so sporadic. He's obviously had the long G League assignment. All eyes are on him. All expectations are on him. It, it, it is a very unenviable situation. Um, but unfortunately, he just he just played very poorly in this game. Is wasn't very aggressive on offense. Was out of place a lot on defense. The, the blocks were great. Some of them were highlights. Um, you know, he does often know how to use his amazing athleticism and size and length to his advantage um, from time to time, but he just puts himself in in poor positions on both ends of the court a lot. One thing that I'm, I'm a little bit curious about is what's going on with his post-ups, because we still see him trying to post up and call for the ball. And... For the most part, the Warriors never really look to give him the ball when he does that. And I'm not saying this as a criticism of him. I'm saying it as a curiosity because I, I just don't know what is going on there or who is to blame. Um, is he going off script and trying to post up out of habit because that's what he's used to doing, even though that's not how the Warriors usually play? Is he supposed to be posting up and his teammates are just doing a bad job of getting him the ball with entry passes and looking for him? Is he supposed to be posting up, but he's doing a bad job of posting up and getting clearance and, and angles so that he can get the ball? Um, is Steve Kerr just not running plays through him? I don't know what it is, but it is very odd to see him doing something that we really haven't seen a Warriors center do since Steve Kerr took over. Uh, and really just fighting for position, trying to post up on the block, and then not getting the ball almost ever. Um, It's very odd. And again, I I don't know who's to blame. I don't really know what's going on there. But it's something to watch, I think, because it's weird. As for the starters, you know, Jordan Poole has such a difficult task when, when the Warriors are injured because Clay is struggling right now. He's slumping. He shot 5 or 12 from the field, 1 or 5 on threes. Curry's out, Wiggins is out. It puts so much offensive pressure on on Jordan Poole. And he was up to the task scoring today. He had 26 points, which was twice that of any other player. He was efficient. Um, but a lot of the times when, when he's being asked to kind of put the entire team or the entire offense rather on his back, we see it hurt his ability to kind of 
orchestrate the offense. He only had one assist in this game and four turnovers. Um, sometimes he's just kind of trying to do the unsustainable thing of maybe doing a little bit too much, maybe just getting a little hyper-focused on scoring and um, less on actually making the offense run. Uh, I think you see the stark contrast between Curry and Poole with that, where Curry is very selective with when he actually puts the team on his shoulders, even though he always has that ability, and he spends so much time just kind of like making the offense try to run well, even if it doesn't end in his shot. And I think that'll be the next evolution of Poole's game. That is not a criticism of him at all. Uh, the guy is still so young, and he's so already beyond where we expected he would develop into in his seventh or eighth year, and he's in just the start of his fourth year. Um, that That's not a really a criticism of Poole so much as I think – the path that he will be looking to evolve into in the coming months and, and years of his career. Like I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, not a great Clay Thompson game, pretty inefficient. He had five turnovers, just four rebounds and two assists. I thought on Sunday versus the Raptors, he did a really good job of impacting the game, even when he wasn't scoring. And I thought in this game, it was the opposite that the Knicks were targeting him on defense and he was not really up to the task. Didn't do much as a playmaker, didn't do much as a rebounder. Just a pretty poor game for him. Draymond Green, good statistically, seven points. Efficient seven points, five rebounds, six assists. Thought he had a few highlight defensive plays. Um, but it, it was kind of a performance that was reminiscent of his performance in 2019-20 in that 15-win season when Curry was injured, where you see those moments of brilliance. You see the things that make Draymond a star player in this league. Um, and you also see that he kind of viewed the game as a lost cause. Um, and that's just, you know, that's what you get with Draymond. There, there are very few people that leave as much on the court as he does during important games, and he does, by his own admission, take his foot off the gas when the Warriors are not putting an ultra-competitive team on the court. Um, you get it at some level. It's, it's human nature. He's at a stage in his career where it does make sense to be conserving his energy a little bit, but at the same time, especially for a guy who, you know, prides himself on the dirty work, on the leadership, on the chips on his shoulder, sometimes would be fun to see him go 100% in games like this, not just in games where they have their full squad and are playing like a championship team. But kind of picking nits. Dre's had a good season, really good season. But that was just not enough. Um, Draymond being okay, you know, kind of average performance. Looney being kind of an average performance. Poole, kind of an average performance. Clay below average. You, you take that, you remove Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Thonda DiVincenzo and J. Michael Green from the equation. You put a horrible team on the road against a team that is on fire. And this is the result that you expect to get. So, you know, I hope you didn't waste too much of your time watching this game. If you did, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Go have a drink. Go have some ice cream. Go put on a funny TV show. Purge the game out of your system. Warriors are right back in action Tuesday night. Same city, different team. 
Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. It's not going to get any easier. And we'll see if they can uh, pull off the surprise this time and end the six-game road trip with a shocking second win. Wouldn't hold my breath, but would be pretty cool. Thanks for listening, everybody.